I almost went backwards for a second. Well, you almost said the old name. Yeah. That brand is dead. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, when we moved from the 11th to the 18th floor and we kept pressing the 11th floor button, getting off the wrong floor. Anyway, yeah. Same exact thing. You know who's not dead? Our guest. I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. And I'm Richie Redding. She is my veterinarian girlfriend. And he's my comedian boyfriend. Welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs. Hello. Hi. Our guest. He is a comedian and also a just a personality and a presenter and has her own show on Fox Nation, Sincerely Cat. Nailed it. <laughs> Ms. Cat Timpf. Hey, hey, hey. Right yeah. down to the Ms. Yes. <laughs> Yes. That's an important distinguisher. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. I'm excited to talk about, like, nobody ever wants to hear me talk about my cat. Yeah. And I guess you guys do. This is the place. (laughs) Do you just have one? I have one cat. He is like a dumpster kitty and okay. he's like sucks to everyone except me. So <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. Feisty. Okay, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get to that, I think. Yeah, well, and this is the, she wound up on the podcast because we met like the first time we met was when I pitched you to do the show. Yeah. And it was because you checked a message next to me and I saw there was a cat on your phone. And yes. this podcast <laughs> this podcast makes me such a weirdo <laughs> that I was constantly like Oh yeah. Background of my phone is my cat. Hey, <laughs> hey I know we just met, but yeah. is that your cat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna come talk about it for up to, upwards of forty five minutes? It it, totally. I'm always down. <laughs> yeah, I think most girls like that. But what we usually want to know first is like, did you grow up with pets? Did you, how'd you, how'd you become a cat lady? So what my was brother that? was really like one of those kids that was allergic to everything. Okay. So we couldn't get a dog. And then we found out he wasn't allergic to poodles. So we finally got one, but I was a senior in high school. <laughs> and that was like my first pet, but I was always obsessed with animals. I'm still obsessed with animals. We had this one stray cat that like came to the house and I like fed it and he stayed. My parents made me give it away. And then we had like a bunch more stray cats come like five (laughs) and I was feeding them. Like how old were you when you're- I was in like seventh grade. I was devastated. I literally, when we had to give the cat away- You food out like a criminal? No, when when we had to give the first cat away, his name was Lucky. I literally sat in my room all night listening to the radio and making a mixtape of songs that reminded me of him. (laughs) And one of them, I'll never forget this, one of them was If You're Gone by Matchbox 20. (laughs) And I would just listen to that and cry and think about my cat. I didn't really have friends in middle school. I had like two friends. Maybe because you named him Lucky. Yeah, Yeah, I named him Lucky because he was a black cat and I thought it was funny. (laughs) And I was so lucky to finally have, and we only had him for a month. But then like more stray cats showed up. And I was feeding all them. And then one day they were gone. And like my dad was like, oh yeah, like don't know what happened. I found out when I was having my dad as a guest on my podcast, <laughs> Tyrus and Timph. And he said, he's Strong called plug. animal control. Wait, no. And I just found this he out. called at, animal control? <laughs> I found it out at 30 years old. And I was like devastated now, even though I was in like the seventh or eighth grade when this went down. I was like, not Kiwi. Like not whatever. I don't remember the other names. Do you think like Animal Control scooped them all up in one shot or did he keep calling five times? I don't know. I was so mad at him. I didn't want to talk to him the rest of the episode. That's a tough one. I mean, most... A lot of guests on our podcast find out that their animals like go who go to the farm are yeah. not really on the farm in yeah. heavy quotation marks. They were in marks. fact murdered. Yeah, yes. yeah, like that's them taking the, them away to get euthanized. By but the likes of Lisa. animal control is a whole nother story. I because know because they get they get rounded up and they go to the shelter to maybe die. Yeah, so, probably. These are some yeah. haggard cats. Yeah, exactly. But like I, I didn't I loved and I love them still. Huh. I also really wanted a you, lizard. 
Do you harbor any ill will towards your brother for being allergic? No, but I did as a child. Because he was like the popular one and like good at sports. So he didn't need the, the fluffy friend. No, I was, I needed a friend. Like yeah. I was such a loser. You have no idea. <laughs> I had like this weird Beatles haircut, like as a female, like it was just not Wait, okay. which Beatle? Like the, like the bowl cut things that they all had Ooh. in like the sixties. Yeah. But it was like that with side bangs. If nice. you can imagine, like really, yeah, just really bad. And now I pay for my hair. Like I have fake hair, so. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah, so, you don't even look like an 80s figure skater either. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I want to know more about this mixtape. Yeah, I, I don't remember what else was on it, but it was like all these songs about like someone breaking up with you. And like, <laughs> I was like, I was Dude, that very has to be dramatic. such a downer if you could ever find that tape. I know. I know. And my mom was like, Kat, like, come on, dude. Like, you know, like, come on. But I mean, <laughs> I also really wanted Bearded Dragons. I've always been really into um, reptiles and my parents promised me I could get one if I kept my room clean for six months. So I kept my room clean for the first time in my life and and since like I'm a, a messy messy bitch. Still waiting on Still that wait, bearded like, dragon. And then they were like, oh, they found out that they had to you had to keep live crickets. So like no. But now what I want's the tegu, the really big one. Yeah. Do you ever see those? Are those illegal in New York? I haven't seen them. There are weird rules about wildlife in New York. Yeah. So, I mean, just wildlife in general. So right. I'm not sure I could look into that. I would ask one of my friends who's like an exotic vet. Tagu? Yeah. Tagu. They look like monster. They're big. Like, they're huge. Like, like a dragon. Kind of yeah, drag- they look like a, they look like Gila monsters, kind of. E- Gila monsters? Gila monsters. Oh, Gila monsters? Yeah, don't they, they supposedly might? have like horrible bacteria? I know Gila monsters do that if, yeah, if you but get bit by them. Yeah, no, monitor lizard. I mean, they have jaw-crushing, terrible, awful bacteria. I mean, it's just so, so bad. So. But the tegus, you can walk them on a leash and everyone uh-huh. will be like, look how cool she is. Yeah. Dog, whatever. There's dogs everywhere. Look at this <laughs> giant lizard. And you don't have to feed them live crickets. They eat like a salmon oh. filet. Oh, uh-huh. okay. But my boyfriend, we would, just moved in together, is like, hell no. We're not having a giant lizard. But would you be doing the cooking for it? Because— Yeah. yeah I would. Okay. He's like—he says, hell no. And I'm like, okay. If well, you knew that before you moved, out. I was gonna say if you knew that before you moved in with him, I'm just gonna have a deal breaker. I'm just gonna get it one day. Yeah, that's what you have to do. That's <laughs> actually. I mean, we know so many people who. That's how of oh, so many dogs. I mean, but puppies. That's anyway, how we got but, our puppy when yeah. we were younger because my dad was still kind of like, I don't know, it's a lot of work. Blah yeah. blah blah. So my mom's sister, um, she got a, one of these poodles for her family. And there was like a whole litter of puppies. And like, mm-hmm. again, we needed a poodle specifically because it's the only, my dog, that, that dog is Dyson's and my brother has another poodle because it's the only dog he's not allergic to. At least to. he likes animals. Yeah. So anyway. There are allergy shots now though, brother. Yeah, exactly. Say, but, but now we're just, we're just a poodle family, I guess. I love poodles. They're okay. great. But um, my mom said, we'll just go check them out. She's like, we'll just, and then we found this the little guy that we see. loved. Yeah. We brought him back and she literally told my father, I told the kids don't and with this adorable little nugget, <laughs> tiny little nugget jumping around, licking our faces, so cute. We're all so happy. And he goes, you know, Dan, that's my dad's name. I'm like, Dan, I told you that, you know, I told them that if you say no, we'll just take him back right now. He would be the worst. <laughs> right, of We course. would have hated him yeah. for the rest of our <laughs> lives. So like she was giving him a choice, but she did no such thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she did no such thing. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. But let's back up for a second with this lizard that you plan to spring on your boyfriend. Yes. How big is this lizard? Oh, they're huge. They're like maybe six feet, five feet long. That's an alligator. Yeah. Is your boyfriend a comedian? No, he's in finance. Hold on, continuing to unpack this. um, (laughs) I I believe you said that when people saw you walking down the street with it, they'd think, look how cool she is. Yeah. That's what you think. (laughs) 
the typical New Yorker's reaction would be. <laughs> That's what I would to think. To a woman walking a six-foot alligator down That's the street. That's what I would think if I saw I, someone I doing mean, that. I mean, I didn't even question it. I was yeah. like, yeah, she'd be so cool. I love your love of reptiles. I love reptiles. I, I go to reptile great. expos all the time just to play with them. Yeah. Like, I'll, I will get my ass to white plains if yeah. I hear there's going to really? be reptiles there. I yes. hope you get it just for remember the uh, walking the streets as, of New York as a woman where she was getting like catcalled yeah. constantly. I would like to do one of those follow videos, but of just Me New Yorkers jumping out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no! Yeah, you they snuggle. I mean, they do. Like, the bad thing about them is you can't like train them. They'll just shit everywhere. And my boyfriend's uh-huh. like, "But they'll shit everywhere." And I'm like, "And." <laughs> Look how cool it is. Yeah. It'll be Worth our it. lizard's shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Worth it. Don't you get it, hun? Yeah. He, some people just don't understand. Where do you get a good uh, tegu? From a reptile expo. Yeah. The reptile show. Although, have you seen… Elephant in the I, living room. I feel room? like… Come, come to me. Because I'll find you somebody who's reputable through somebody who knows. Because… Have you seen, yeah, Elephant in the Living Room? Mm-hmm. It's a doc. You've seen it? Yes. Yeah, about the legal wildlife trade. That's just yeah. so insanely heartbreaking. I mean, don't get one from an Amish, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. The Amish are definitely big, big perpetrators of puppy mills and illegal wildlife. A guy trade. in a horse and buggy with a lizard in the back should definitely set off red flags. <laughs> yeah. And with that said, we're going to take a quick break. And we're back. Okay. Yeah. So you said that Meench, is, is that your cat's name? Or Jean. Jean. I, I had the right letter. It's short for Sergeant Pepper. It's your first pet? What, yeah. So, you have- so actually my boyfriend who is from college, mm-hmm. ex-boyfriend now, but it's like now we're like best friends. It's like a Jerry and Elaine kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, we got into a horrible Fight. We were living in a studio apartment together. We were both uh, 21 dude, years old. Studio, then, a fight in a studio apartment at is the worst. 21. Yeah. But, also, so but there's no door. So we're both idiots. <laughs> you can't slam a door. Nope. You so can't go off to what your I own did, spot. What I did was I blew up a pool raft in the kitchen. And I was like, I'm, mo- this, I'm sleeping here. I'm moving on. I'm done with you. I'm done. And like he was in the wrong. Like he screwed up. Did you have to like blow it up? Like yeah, I did. So I was like your lips. mad. I was like, <laughs> no compressor. <laughs> we didn't have compressor money. <laughs> yeah, your face is just bright red. We didn't have comp- <laughs> compressor money. As soon as I get the remaining thirty percent of this done. So I was done with him. I'd made that we'd been fighting a lot. I was done with him. I made the decision. I was done. The next day, I was sitting at home in our you know bed, the only place to sit in the apartment. It was a small studio. <laughs> yeah. too. It wasn't even a big one. And he came home with this little underweight dying cat. Oh, boy. The cat was dying. So he literally used to sell insurance. And so he was going to this pet smart to try and sell insurance. And they said, he's free. We found him behind the dumpster. Oh, God. And we had no, he, he was like, oh, I'm going to try to bring this home. This, this very sick <laughs> oh disease. To, to which Lisa always says, there is no such thing as a free pet. Yeah. yeah. Right? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean like, he was just literally, he's literally a dumpster kitty. People think that's yeah. a euphemism. Oh he's literally yeah. a dumpster kitty. So it worked. We stayed together for like six more months after that because I was so delighted. But he had worms. He was underweight. Yeah. He had a virus. He was only six weeks old. Oh and goodness. I know cats are supposed to stay with their moms for a lot longer than that. Isn't it like 12 weeks? Well, or? they technically, they'll start eating solid foods around like four weeks. Yeah. So, so you technically can get them at four weeks. I mean, you can bottle feed them before that. But like four weeks is like the ideal age that they'll start eating solids. But yeah, they should 
for socialization purposes. Exactly. They should really stay with other kittens till around, what did you say? Around 10, yeah, yeah 10, 10, I to, heard 12 10 weeks. to 12. Yeah, 10 to 12 weeks. Sounds estimated right, because six. they become real assholes if. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, really, if they're not socialized? Oh my God. Yeah. If they don't have other kittens to boss them around and say, like, ouch, that hurts, or like, no, don't play like that, like, oh, then yeah. they really don't. It, they, there's a, whenever like we would foster kittens, like if you say, like, oh, yep, that's a bottle baby, like if you foster kittens and they come away from their siblings, like, young, like, Bottle babies tend to be jerks. Yeah, so, so he's just a like jerk. ham-fisted or but something. But he's the opposite. They just he's, haven't socialized. He's really he literally does not come out under the from under the bed. Oh no. Unless I'm there. Oh. Like me, if it's just me home, he will follow me around the house. So how long have you had him for? He's nine. And that's for and you've had him since he was six, six this weeks. Is the dumpster old. Kitten. Okay. Yeah, this is the dumpster kitty. He's finally getting used to my boyfriend. Um we he's new been, boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, he's been living that's with me. Tough. We've been living together for a couple months now. Okay. I don't remember exactly how long. But he's finally like coming out when yeah. my boyfriend's there. He loves our cleaning lady though. Okay. <laughs> he literally comes out, builds himself a pillow fort, like drags pillows over to like the corner of the bed and hides in the fort and watches a cleaning lady. He loves Denise. <laughs> That's really cute. But like with me like… You have a cleaning lady named Denise? I sure do. Oh, somebody's got money. <laughs> Her name's Denise. Whoa. Uh, my boyfriend knows her. I don't even… I, um, anyway, so… He, but like, he'll do this thing. Like whenever he hears me, he comes out, like I work in television. So if, if my boyfriend's at home and I'm like working late doing a TV hit, my boyfriend will always watch it and he'll come out and like look around for me when he hears my voice. Aww. So like, he's loves me. Wait. And your boyfriend always watches your segment? Yeah, That's he does. He's sweet. a nice guy. How long have you been together? We've only been together for eight months. We moved in at four. Oh, We're that's crazy he still people. Loves you. That is a lesbian <laughs> pace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's Good still for loves you. Guys. I know that's why. Because, like, in the first two years of us being together, I was like, I'm going to come to every show. This is so much fun. Like, this is never going to get old. <laughs> and now we're like five years in, and I'm like, the couch is so lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And the well, dog, I love this dog. 4,000 and, and comedy it's cold sets out, later. And I still do love it. When you have like good or special shows or something, I mean, I do still like it. When you're I, don't, good. I never don't yeah. like it. Like whenever yeah. it's in Hawaii, yeah. like I yeah. really want to go. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I st- and I like it when every time. When you're I at never, a spa. I don't hate it. Like there's a lot of comedy girlfriends who like hate, hate it. Yeah, but that's weird. I don't. I love it. But I… I'm also like the couch is really nice now. So anyway, eight months, you guys are really still in love. That's good. Dude, this yeah. is, you're the most in love. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. We moved like he moved into my place at four months because his lease was up. Because that's how it goes, right? Yeah. Like, oh, here's your lease up. It's yeah. time to move in. Yeah. Flippy knows. <laughs> we made <laughs> it. New York City. We made the decision to move in together after like two weeks. Okay. Okay. Crazy. Holy mackerel! It happens. That, that is that, that doesn't happen in straight couples, which is crazy too. Especially me. Like I've been the biggest commitment phobe. So let's get back to how does Cheens stand for, or how is that short for Sergeant Pepper? Oh, so I would call him Pepper, and then I'd call him Pepper Cheney Pepper. Okay. And then I started calling him Cheens, and Cheens just kind of stuck. So how did he get his name originally? Just, I love the Beatles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember she had the haircut? Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> trying to look like them, but. <laughs> but you nailed it. Mm-hmm. So you had him nine years. Okay, so has he been healthy? Yeah, he's been healthy. Just except at the beginning, like he had all the diseases and the worms and the oh, whatnot. Oh, yeah. He had fleas once when I was living in LA, but like I was living in a horror, like when me and the boyfriend broke up. <laughs> but to be fair, I had fleas also. Yeah, I did. No, I had scabies at the time. It was the itchiest week of <gasps> oh, my life. Oh, my God. No, when I, me and the boyfriend broke up, I was literally like waitressing and interning and I couldn't afford anything but 
the slums in Long Beach. And yeah. I literally lived in the slums. Like it was awful, awful apartment. It was disgusting. Sometimes the water wouldn't work. I couldn't afford a bed, slept on a yoga mat, but I still was like, I gotta keep this cat. Like, <laughs> but anyway, so I had, I got scabies. I'm pretty sure from the bus. And what are scabies exactly? It's, they're bugs that live under your skin. Uh-huh. And so they just when itch. I was 10. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Usually children, elderly, and homeless people. Yeah. <laughs> and I was living among mostly homeless people. So that's got probably it. how I got them. <laughs> and um itchy? Super itchy. Just so oh itchy. My God. Like you Ridiculous. can't sleep. It will awake you in the night. Yeah. Ridiculous. And all in all your warm spots. So like in between your thighs, in between your fingers, yeah. like all your warm spots. And it's so contagious. So yeah. everyone in your house just has to like cream and it's down bugs. and like you have to yeah, yeah you can't see them but you'll see little, little red spots popping up and you they're know mites. that it's but how yeah. do they like so how do they if they're under your skin how, how do they, do they come out are they else? still there I've always wondered that they they burrow you kill them with the yeah right you kill but them like, with the cream but how do they jump from cat to me well I don't have them anymore <laughs> <laughs> like, or me I mean we're gonna set that chair on fire obviously yeah. <laughs> but, but how do they like get from person to person Contact. You have to be in contact with them. Ugh. So yeah. Okay. So he has. <laughs> but children yeah, will get it from like wildlife in the so woods, you guys which is why had, children get it. So, he, so your whole house had pestilence. I had fleas, and he had fleas, and then the fleas were obviously biting me too. So I was so literally the itchiest week of my life. I'll never forget how bad it was. That's insane. I was like, "What am I doing here? Why am I trying to make my dreams come true? This is stupid." You know. And then I had to. <laughs> I worked at a California pizza kitchen at the time. CPK. I had to bring. I had to bring. Four of my coworkers over to my apartment to help me give this animal a bath. Oh, yeah. Because he is, Feisty. was not properly socialized. Right. We had to have like some people holding him down, other people, and they were just jumping off, like so many oh, of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. He yeah, went yeah. from nothing, like the first time I noticed him scratching, I checked. And I was like, <gasps> they were everywhere. Yeah. Oh, so creepy. And so, they jump, they like fly jump. They were yeah. jumping all they over the place. They won't oh, live on you, right they'll bite you and it. jump off, but they won't live on you. I've but. only like seen fleas a few times, but it almost feels like you're hallucinating when you first see them because they're so small. It's like, does something some just move? Like it yeah. feels like it's like seeing trails or something at first. But yes. since I've moved out of squalor, there have been no medical <laughs> issues. Except he used to puke a lot, but now he's on sensitive tummy food and that helps. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. So we're thinking of getting a dog mm-hmm. right right along with moving along, you know, super fast in this relationship, mm-hmm. which <laughs> I wasn't counting on discussing on this podcast, yep. but hey, we want to get a Frenchie. And how do we make him not freak out slash is that possible? The cat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, have you ever put him with a dog before? He lived at, with my parents for a year and we had the poodle then and they just kind of stayed away. He stayed away from him. Okay, so that's that's probably what he'll do. Yeah, puppies are a little different. Puppies are weird, especially Frenchies, because they make a lot of noise. Unsolicited advice: if you get a Frenchie, just get pet insurance from day one. Yeah, like yesterday, they yeah. are very prone to allergies, yeah. breathing problems, respiratory issues. Yeah. Lots of other things. But they do great um, on Instagram. Yeah, they do great on Instagram. Well, my cousin breeds them, so. Got she's it. Like, and you trust her. Yeah, she breeds for the health of them. Exactly. And, okay, cool. Yeah. And. Good thing you didn't trash Frenchie breeders too bad before that little nugget <laughs> of info came that. along, huh? I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but I do want somebody to be oh, prepared. Oh, yeah. And have, uh, but so, yeah. 
usually how they do with other dogs, like they'll do with other dogs. And I think that it'll be fine. There, there are things you can do to make it more comfortable. So like, for example, I don't know if you've ever used feline appeasing pheromone. So no, it's but- a pheromone that, that their mothers used to give off like when they were little. Mm-hmm. That's actually clinically proven to be calming for them. So it kind of looks like a Glade plug-in. You just plug it into your wall or they do make it in collar form, but not a lot of cats tolerate collars. But And you don't want maybe want that change for him then. So yeah. you can plug it into your walls. Um, and you don't smell it at all, just they smell it. And then training. And then like I can send you information on that or we can get you information on that. But training's always like, you know, just to introduce them slowly and, right. and you know, systematically. What I was thinking is that also like right now, because my cat is literally feral, we don't let him in the main area of the house. Like we have, like we don't let him in our bed, only mm-hmm. in our bedroom and bathroom. Like mm-hmm. our bedroom and bathroom are connected. Uh-huh. But like the kitchen, living room area, He's not allowed there because he will destroy the couch okay. when we're gone. Like yeah. literally, he's my old couch was a piece of shit, so mm-hmm. I didn't care, and he did destroy it. Uh, but my boyfriend's is nice. He's like, but now no. that you didn't screw this couch together yourself, he, yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. like, no. So literally, I don't see like just not having the Frenchie in the bedroom as often as possible. Like I'm sure sometimes we'll want to bring him in and whatnot, but like not having it be like in all the, t- you know what I mean? Yeah, Just so the well, cat has time by himself that's, sometimes. Yeah, that's going to be training from yeah. like day one for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, I, I always tell people your quality of life with them is everything, right? So if they're not getting along or, you know, the Frenchie's like not, tr- you know, wants to sleep in your bed every night and isn't trained to stay like outside or whatever, then you're not going to be happy. It's going to affect your quality of life. It's going to affect them. So training from day one with like a right. really good trainer is going to be the like the most critical thing yeah. that you do because it's it sets them up for everything. And for dogs, for puppies, their critical socialization period is from 12 to 15 weeks. So you're going to have to teach him to play appropriately with the cat. and And he'll do that somewhat also the cat will do that because yeah. if the cat tells him no he'll have to learn the cat signals to say yeah. no and stuff like that so but I feel I want to do an informative segment You mentioned something that's my peeve, and we don't often have cat people on here, although we should have more cat people, not just like your name cat, but like cat feline people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because we don't we, we don't discriminate. Um, even though we're called we don't deserve dogs. But uh the informed segment would be one uh, getting on my soapbox would be that the vomiting in cats is not normal. So yeah. so many people I get I get so many people who come in and say, Oh, we just ate too fast. I mean, that's the number one thing. If you were hearing this and you think that your cat is eating too fast and vomiting, you're most likely wrong. So they did yes. a study on a hundred cats who were chronic vomiters. He meaning, used to, yeah. Yeah. And so it's it's so hard that it's so hard because I my cat used to be a chronic vomiter and I was like, oh, like he's normal in between. He's totally fine. Eh, it's just like what he does. It's like normal. It's not normal. It wouldn't be normal if you and I vomited every day. It's not normal right. for them to vomit. Um, but it is common and common causes for vomiting are like food intolerance. Yep. So, so like when you switched his food, it got better. Yep. Food allergy, inflammatory bowel disease. And if you let that inflammation smolder and go on, it can turn into something more severe like lymphoma, like a low-grade type of intestinal cancer. Yes. So it's so important to get that. If your cat is chronic vomiting, it's so important to get that under control. Work it through with your vet. Try a different food. Sometimes you have to try a hypoallergenic diet. If that doesn't work, then we go to like 
ultrasound biopsy, but it's important to get it under control now. So yeah, chronic vomiting cats, not normal. So how do you think jeans would get along with a six foot lizard? Not yeah, I know. That's what I've. I, that's the only reason why I don't have the lizard now. I feel like you would need like its own gator pit, like just, yeah, just where the lizard. Uh, the, hangs knee, up. the size of my boyfriend's right about the whole. The size of our New York apartment is not really conducive it's to limiting. six foot lizard. It's limiting. Um, yeah, but you know, someday maybe we'll have a house. And then yeah. we'll get pierogi, pierogi, timph, which is Pro- going to be the that name. you've already named your I name. I was yes. just going to ask you if you already have this damn thing named. Yeah, pierogi, yeah. pierogi, okay. timph. <laughs> that made me hungry. Actually. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I promise you, Cat is going to blow your mind with some crazy-ass cat history. Folks, we are back from our break, and as promised, it is time for none other than Cat Timp's crazy-ass cat history. Take it away, Cat. Operation Acoustic Kitty was a secret plan to turn cats into portable spying devices. However, the CIA only ever produced one Acoustic Kitty because it abandoned the project after a test with the cat went horribly wrong. The Acoustic Kitty was a sort of feline-android hybrid, a cyborg cat. A surgeon implanted a microphone in its ear and a radio transmitter at the base of its skull. CIA operatives hoped they could train the cat to sit near foreign officials. That way, the cat could secretly transmit their private conversations to CIA operatives. For its first official test, CIA staffers drove Acoustic Kitty to the park and tasked it with capturing the conversation of two men sitting on a bench. Instead, the cat wandered into the street where it was promptly squashed by a taxi. Not the outcome they were expecting. This is horrible. The government killed this cat. Yes. That's how I'm viewing it. <laughs> that was at deep. the end of your story. I couldn't tell if that was written in there. Or no, I, that state. was written in there. That is deep the state government, cat The murder. government killed the cat. Essentially. If, the, if this cat never asked to be a spy. No, that's right. Wait, so wait, what was the end? I was just so enthralled with your reading, actually. I don't think I was paying attention Thank to you. the story. They the tried- cat wandered into the street where it was squashed by a taxi. Oh, jeez. So like, yeah, the, ca- the taxi killed it, but wouldn't have killed it if the of course. Uh, who wasn't watching it? Where was its mother? <laughs> so they had the shadiest. Because it was all a bunch of men. Yes. That's why. They yes. had I'm the shadiest. I, I don't know. The shadiest veterinarian in the history of the world implanted a transmitter in the top oh, of the cat's me. skull. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I doubt it was a veterinarian. It was probably. Yeah. They could just, the laws were such that they could do anything back then. <laughs> How so. effing crazy is Yeah, that? pretty crazy. There's a whole series of these. There's all other. There's a lot they, of animals with things Planted into their brains, by the way. We do a ton of research on that stuff. Monkeys, just Word. picture it. But anyway, so yeah. Yeah, sorry to put you to work. I just That's thought okay. that was the best possible way of That's covering okay. this story. No problem. <laughs> cat reading a cat story. Okay, well, the cat, you have been a fantastic guest, but. Before you go, I have a uh, a quick little little game show for you to see. All right. <laughs> it's, it's usually if you deserve dogs, but in this case, if you deserve cats. You know what it is. It's time for a quiz about dogs and shit. Okay, probably not, but let's okay. let's rock and roll. <laughs> I mean, nobody nobody does. Nobody does. Nobody does, especially cats. Mm-hmm. According to Jackson Galaxy, if your cat's pupils are dilated like bowling balls, it means you just interrupted them pulling apart your favorite sweater. Your cat is deeply entangled in the opioid crisis, or they are in fight or flight mode. C. 
That is correct. Yes. <laughs> if their eyes are huge, it's because they're looking for an escape route by opening up their peripheral vision. Oh, well, that's their fight or flight, right? You need yeah. your pupils to actually be bigger in order to run away. So it's your sympathetic nervous system kicking into overdrive. By the way, I didn't vet any of these questions, so I don't I don't condone oh, anything. Don't that. Don't be such a wuss. <laughs> and plus, everybody knows that opioids pin your pupils out. <laughs> right, that's yes. right. Hypothetically, okay, so let's suppose for a moment that you you are without your beloved boyfriend, okay? okay? You've been in a dating dry spell for six months, and mama needs some loving. You've gone on a third date with a guy that sets off no red flags. You get back to your apartment, and Cheens hates him, like visceral animal, over the yes. top, despises him, and is letting you know with every piece of his body. Do you, A... Make sweet love to the sound of a cat trying to murder the door. Send him home because he's either married, has hepatitis, or a micropenis. Or bring the cat into the bedroom, and if the guy can get past cheens, then he's worth bearing the fruit of his loins. So I would get rid of the guy because cheens normally just hides, and if mm-hmm. he actually was like hissing and hated the guy, then that would be a bad sign. Yeah. That is correct. Yes. That is correct. You're two for two so far. Uh, okay. Brooklyn resident Maya Autry, a.k.a. the lady who climbed into the lion enclosure on mm. October 1st at the Bronx Zoo, was obviously a lion lover. On her Instagram, before jumping into the lion's enclosure, she posted a picture of A, Tupac and a lion. B, Notorious B.I.G. and two lions. Three, Black Jesus and three lions. See? That is incorrect. It was yeah. Tupac and one lion. <laughs> but you have, a, you have a chance to, to pull this out still. All right. You can go three out of four if you get this right. Bonus question. Maya Autry was motivated to try to pet a goddamn lion because she was A, on all the drugs. B, on some of the drugs. C, a real cat person. D, crazy in the tits. D. Crazy in the tits is correct. (laughs) That is correct. C and D go together. You imply D by saying C. But the reason that I know she wasn't just a real cat person is is because uh, right before that, she also, there's video of her jumping in with the giraffes. (laughs) And she was yelling, we have the same diet. Uh, We have the same diet. diet." (laughs) Yeah, so she was also a vegan, which (laughs) makes her even crazier. (laughs) Uh, Cat. You deserve cats. Yes. Yeah. You I'll did it. Jeans when I get home. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming in. You're so fun. And uh, if there's anything that you want to tell the people about, this is the time to do it. No, will you cover my show? That's that's good. Sincerely, Cat Fox Nation. It's a comedy advice show, so it's like fun. We don't talk about politics. It's fun. Yes. Yes. Okay. Very cool. We're gonna watch. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you so much for listening to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Richie Redding. And I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. Yeah. 
And you can find both of us at our respective handles, those exact names, at Richie Redding, at Dr. Lisa Lippman. And uh, I just want to give special thanks to our editor, of course, who is Jordan Aaron, and our executive producer, King Joffrey himself, Jeff Umbro, of The Podglomerate. And you can find more of their shows at thepodglomerate.com. Some of the music in this episode comes from Breakmaster Cylinder. Make sure to check out the sponsors you heard in this episode because that really helps provide the show to you free of charge. Let them know we sent you. It also really helps people to find the show if you rate and review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode on socials. Tag us at We Don't Deserve Dogs and let us know what you thought. We'll see you next week when we return with another episode of We Don't Deserve Dogs. All content provided on We Don't Deserve Dogs is for informational purposes and entertainment value only. None of the content on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to constitute third-party veterinary advice or any other third-party professional advice. The content We Don't Deserve Dogs distributes or transmits should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice. Nothing on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to be used as a veterinarian's diagnosis, veterinary treatment, or any other veterinary service and should not be relied on to affect the medical therapy of any pet. Nothing transmitted to or from We Don't Deserve Dogs can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. Your dependence on the content of any information found on or transmitted by We Don't Deserve Dogs is at your own risk. For veterinary care and advice, please see your veterinarian. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.